This is the real John. What's up? Who we here with? I don't know. Who we here with? Right. You. Brian? Designer. Designer. Why you gotta sound like a jerk? Hey. <laughs> hey, we're here with our good friend here, Zach Hopkins. Happy to you. What's going on, Zach? What's up, guys? I'm Zach Hopkins. I'm from Northern Virginia. Just wanted to say thank you guys for uh, having me on the show. Appreciate you guys making the trip down from Philadelphia to uh, to talk today, and I'm really excited for it. It was fun. Yeah. That's what it's about right there. So you guys are from Philly. Kind of, sort of. I'm like Northern Virginia. Me and Zach are in Northern Virginia. Not well, D.C. Like, like we won't DC, hold it against outside you. Outside D.C., right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much D.C. suburbs. Yeah, where all the traffic's at. Yeah, that's yeah. why we're in here today. And the cops. <laughs> apparently, all the cops are yeah. here. There's like, like 19 pullovers while we were driving Where down. are we? Zach, where are we? So we're in Chantilly, Virginia right now, uh, about 10 minutes from Dulles Airport. And we're kind of right in the middle of Washington, D.C., where it converts into Loudoun County. Loudoun County is one of the fastest growing counties in the in the country right now. So there's obviously a ton of opportunity and things like that. So this is kind of the central location for us. Um, this is a coffee shop that I actually work out of quite a bit um, because we're we're growing pretty quick, but not in a place where we really need the office space. So this was somewhere that, you know, I, I come either every day or every other day and uh, kind of work out of here. And, and it's just that central location that I, I seem to be coming to every single day. So I felt that it was the best to do it here. Home, home base. That's yeah. it. They got good coffee, too. Yeah, they got great coffee. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. All right, so basically, right, so why don't you give a little backstory of, like, business startup, um, like, first year, second year, where you're at right now, because that's kind of why we're here, to kind of get a little backstory to that and maybe hopefully give some people that might be starting a business like yours that could – get helped in some way you know what i mean yeah absolutely from what you've already done because obviously you've learned stuff on the way because i don't care i don't care how you did it you had to do something right to get where you're at right now at the age you're at right now you know what i'm saying like, yeah i appreciate that man you know anyway I, so go ahead i i know it's the first year and second year i just i want to go back to the beginning a little bit on you know just my dad um growing up he was he was always around residential real estate so i learned a lot growing up and that allowed me to have the the mindset and the understanding to even want to be involved in this industry to begin with so that's always where i start because without that i wouldn't be where i am um you know secondly started the business at 19 years old dropped out of college started as a handyman service was billing 89 dollars an hour out by myself doing the work myself um you know, started to be able to save a little bit of money. The company started to get into a position financially where it was it was ready to grow. I'm a firm believer in you know not looking to grow unless it's it's the right time for for what's best for the business. And I mean, like more on like the lines of like how it operated in your head, like not what the generic way of saying how it broke down, but like okay, I was sitting somewhere. And I got the idea, I want to start this business and how am I going to do it? And then go through that process because the process of, you know, the business built till I did some extra stuff. I mean, anybody can understand that. But what really matters is the the mindset. Uh, yeah. What, what, what got you get there? At, yeah. Like why, what got you there? Cause who the, in their right mind at whatever age, whatever age you're going to tell us it was, mm -hmm. decides that that's something that they're going to do. Right. Because that's where, that's where it comes into play because you figure, you know what I'm saying? Like. 
at your age, you're at, you're 23, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're 23 years old, and you're going to get into where you're at right now as a business. But um, to be where you're at right now, I believe you knew real early sort of like a direction you wanted to go. And mm-hmm. then whether your dad fed that or you just went and learned wherever you had to, whatever occurred there is really what built you now because all that occurring over and over again right. is what made Zach with his mindset like you probably inherited a bunch from your dad because mm-hmm. he sounds like a hard worker he sounds like he's you know he still helps you with the business correct like absolutely. you guys work together yep. absolutely so like he's a worker yep which probably helped you be the same and then like that's the part that I'm talking about like what made like from when you first got the idea like oh I might want to do this and then what steps did you take to get where you're at now because that's what's going to help somebody because most people get lost in the sauce when you start saying well then i you know double my income by increasing blah, blah. like yeah most man, guys I mean, are going to get lost in that dude i mean in case you missed it we're talking somebody that's 23 years mm-hmm. old got a great business um and it, it's it's impressive like 23 i was yeah, I not mean, dude i was not thinking about any of that in general not just even just i mean the business itself where it's at right now is just impressive no matter what age you are. Whether you're, you know, <clears throat> you're 40 doing this, it don't, it don't matter. But the fact that you're only 23 and this is occurring, that's the reason it got us here. Because I was like, I'd really like to sit down and talk to this guy, find out what's really going on. Like, what do you have to help some other people that might be in your same situation? Because your demographic's different than mine, different than his. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you're younger than us. Mm-hmm. So other people that are, maybe they're like... They want to get involved in this, but they don't really know. But then now they could be like, oh, I can reach out to that guy. He probably knows somebody or something. I know where he, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it could help. I don't know. I think our, like a lot of our attention needs to be on like the younger generations either coming into the trade or coming out of the schools mm-hmm. because it helps. You I know agree. what I mean? Like that's where 10 years from now, that's what's going to make this industry. So set it up. I agree. What's so, your mindset at like to what twelve years old or like six? Like where did you did like, where did you figure it out that you were going to probably start your own business? Like well, when, when when did you know? Uh, probably when I was about five or six years old. My mom said, "Hey, whatever you do, you know, you're going to need to be able to make a lot of money because you like things a certain way." And I, I've always been a very competitive person, mm-hmm. and I've always liked to do things the right way when I put my name on it. So. Those are things that I was able to, along with, you know, being a leader on sports teams and things like that, that camaraderie, um, those three things, you know, I understood that I wanted to be able to lead something and I didn't necessarily understand how I could do that in the business world. And so the, the way that I started was with no capital or anything like that and mm-hmm. just started going out there and hustling and figuring it out. What has separated myself um, at this point is sales. And I go back to that all the time because I was able to sell the next deal, grow the business. And so that's what I was able to focus on from a very, you know, right at the beginning of the business to make sure that I could kind of control my own destiny. I think that's something that's very And that scary. was your person-to-person contact. Correct. Like, like I, that was you as the salesman you're talking Like you didn't hand this off to somebody. You're the no. salesman for your company right yep. now, correct? Yep. Every single deal I'm, I'm going through, I'm talking to the clients, I'm managing expectations, I'm selling contracts. Right. Um, and that's... That's ridiculous for a twenty-three-year-old. I appreciate, in it. my opinion. And it's I don't know harder about you when you're but. younger <laughs> to pull that off. Like, it, oh, I'm going to buy from this, you know, kid that's nineteen years old. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to trust him with, 
you know, saying what he he's saying he can do, can right. he actually do it? And there's a threshold that, you know, I, I've been able to, I, I'm blessed to be able to have my dad that is, well, is well, a hustler like that, that and works. able to do that so that Helps. when that happens, you know, and, and that happens less and less every year now. Yeah. You know, because people well, are you're starting. learning too. Exactly, you're and learning. So, you know what I mean. And I'm and I'm starting to get my street cred and different things like that, and show show these clients what I know. Um, you know, but that's that's kind of the way it started. You know, I, I remember writing in a book. I want to be able to wake up, work for myself, talk to people every day. I love just talking to people and and human interaction. People person too, bro. And I love helping people. Those are the two things that I said, if I can wake up, work for myself, talk to people and interact with them and help them, no matter what it is, I'll do it. And that's kind of where it started. You know, I got I got passionate with the competition side of it. Closing deals always has felt good for me. So, you know, as I was able to do that, I closed the deal, then saw that it helped that person sell the house. So that was rewarding. And I just really got addicted to that feeling over and over and over again. And you know, I've been able to now bring guys in with us that are technicians to, you know, grow their life and put them in, you know, new Chevy Silverados and things like that, that they're personally purchasing themselves. So that part of the business now with the front end of, you know, actually closing those deals and helping the clients and now helping the technicians. It's just, I mean, I'm constantly doing something revolved around human interaction and talking to people or helping people. So I can always bring it back to that. And those are really the only two things that, I ever really thought of before starting the business. It, it didn't have as much to do with construction. It just had to do with that human interaction. Um, I'd always been that people person and I wanted to be able to live in that, but also be able to control my own destiny inside of that with the way that I interacted with them. And, you know, I'd worked for a few little construction companies and stuff like that growing up that were separate than what my dad had going on. And there was a lot of things that would go on on some of these projects that immediately I knew that I didn't want to be a part of. So that oh, was yeah. something to be able to control that was huge for me. And it, you know, it takes so much time to grow a business like that, that I just really became, um, you know, just all in on that stuff and trying to figure out how I could make my mark in the industry. Gotcha. Um, so you said you were big with sports. Yeah. What was the sport? So I played soccer growing up. Um, I played on a club soccer team that was nerds. ranked second in the country. <laughs> What'd you say? He said nerds because he was all teasing over yeah. there. Of yeah, course, so did I. So did soccer. I. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. played soccer. I played soccer for like a year. Yeah. So Zach has quickly evolved to my most favorite person at this table. Bro. And then Ryan. So jacked. It's the number one sport in the world, man. How are you it's doing a great sport. I wasn't hating. I was just sport. saying you were nerds. Yeah, so, sorry, I'm just being a weirdo. You know, that's a deal. So we were ranked second in the country growing nice. up. I, I saw out. a very high level of being able to play. I played for a year in college. Um, I played Division three, but I was leading the country in minutes for my freshman year. Ten games in, I had played every single minute of every game and tore two out of the three major ligaments in my ankle and realized, hey, look, you know, you've got a six- to nine-month recovery cycle to go through, and I just – was like I'm not going to play professional soccer but struggled with it for about a year because I was I came back and I was doing the $89 an hour myself so I didn't have that team I didn't have that camaraderie I didn't have that leadership and when I was doing the handyman services myself was just kind of to stay afloat to feed myself to do those kinds of things and then I saw hey wow I can actually turn this into something where I can put on that captain armband again and be in a position where I have a team and I have that camaraderie and I'm able to be a leader in a whole different way. And so once well, it I built you for that, the sports built you for exactly. that. Exactly. That's yeah. what we talk about yeah, a lot. We talk about, we talk about like the sports and, 
and and like the wrestling it teaches you a lot of things and and basketball was your mm-hmm. thing yeah. so like all of it yeah. is mm-hmm. so relevant to you know if you're always that person that wants to win right you know it just carries on to the business side of it mm-hmm. and then you win there because there's always that wall you know what i'm saying right. like you always hit that wall everybody know if you're in there if, and you're pushing limits you always know there's a wall yeah so you come to that wall and then you got to get through that and that's I think that's like that's the funnest part about life is getting through that. <laughs> yeah, there's always that wall ejection in sales, you know, all Anything. these different things. You know, always something in the way. I think uh, playing with sports too. Um, there's a lot of failures that go along with it too, and I think that's. I always talk about defining moments, and I feel like yeah. those moments really determine like, hey, I'm gonna sit here, or and just you know have pity, or am I gonna just move forward? Get and, ready for next season. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of that translates to real life. Like Always. The business world, the building world. Everything. How tired do you get at noon and you're like, I got to keep going? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. I had a lot of losses in my business going forward and, you know, uh, learned to uh, figure out how to not do that again. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you had some losses along the way. Yeah, absolutely. That gets you to this place. Make the mistake once, right? And it's yeah. I love what you said about wrestling. You know, I know we were talking about that earlier, but it's it, what I learned from soccer was the team, right, and the camaraderie and being a leader. But what I learned from wrestling was how to lose by yourself and own it. Yeah, and that's that, individual thing. I mean, that helps. Yeah. It's just that's you and the other dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not a team. Yeah, and you get you get laid on your back, and it feels like you just got your ass whooped because you did. Yeah. And it's okay to understand why and make sure it doesn't happen again. Right. So, like you said with the lessons, I just try to make sure, you know, it's easier easier said than done, but try to make sure it's just one time. People are yeah. going to make mistakes. Oh, it's um, life, I, man. I've talked to Kurt about it before. You know, you you should actually put yourself in a position where not you're not trying to make a mistake, but you're – trying to push yourself yeah, out of your comfort zone yeah, so always. that that mistake happens definitely yeah. just right on the edge right exactly you know, the it edge. could I be good that. it could be bad <laughs> i mean and yo like no no lies like we all go over that line like that's just sheer facts like if you tell me you don't you're lying if you really hustle like that you sometimes you got to push past it and you know it and then there's a reset button I just hit one the other day, you know what I mean? Like, you, you do what you got to do for a certain amount of time, and then you're like, okay, I got to reset that real fast. Let me let me do that, mm-hmm. and then let me get back to real life. But if you can't do that, like Joe says, you ain't built for this. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you just you, yep. you have to be able to do that because it's going to come a time where it's like, yo, I don't feel like doing this. And if you just walk away at 5 o'clock, you will lose. I don't care. You'll lose. Yeah. You'll lose every yeah. time. Most people aren't built for it. So when, <laughs> when you were five, you said, hey, I'm going to do this for, you know, I think I'm going to make a business, mm-hmm. uh, make money doing that. And then um, you said you went to college. You mm-hmm. get out. Mm-hmm. Right. After the like, injury, you, yep. you realized you and wasn't going to do the sports. Yeah. So that was after the first semester. I just came home. Um, it was about three and a half hours away. So it wasn't too far. But I just came home and. Started uh, a couple buddies of mine, uh, their dads own like some high-end car dealerships. They sell like Range Rovers, stuff like that, Um, a little bit of Rolls Royces even. So I ended up jumping into that pretty quick because I was able to sell and also only go there like two or three days out of the week. He gave me the flexibility to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. make some dollars. Exactly. So I was doing that alongside Hoppies a little bit. Got into their budget. I had about thirty five hundred dollars that I was able to spend on Yelp, Facebook. You know, some of these things yeah, that yeah, are yeah. very early. This is like 
2014, you know, right, right, 2013, yeah. something like that. Um, and so started to understand what those dollars were being spent on, how to bring customers in, uh, right. actually started selling cars to people like in Ohio that were like specific cars. And these cars had been on the lot for like two years. Right. So I was like offing them. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> he was Kang, dude. And, and because Kang. I was doing it, you know, he was paying me almost <laughs> right, twice. Yeah. You know, right. It, yeah. He's, he's like, yo, that thing's been sitting for a year and a half. You just sold it for full sticker. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Exactly. And that guy drove eight hours. Yeah. Like, how'd you do that? Do <laughs> Good it again, luck. You know? Keep doing that. I'll give you a bonus next week. Yeah. So started getting into that word a little <laughs> bit and just um, wasn't my thing, to say the least. You know, it, it was. You probably like the people interaction like I would. But then after a certain amount of time, it's like, dude, I can sell a car no matter what. Like, if right. you get me the right guy in here that wants his car, I'll tell him five reasons why he should buy it. And he'll probably buy it because I'll Basically, get him all amped up and he'll be board. revving the engine and he'll walk out of yeah. the thing. <laughs> Plain and simple. I would say I would say bored, but I'm also a little bit of a control freak and I like things to be perfect. And um I, at that point in time in my life, wasn't able to articulate the value that I was bringing into that situation correctly to actually be able to put myself in a position where I felt like I could, number one, be safe, and number two, like job security-wise, and number two, grow right, um, yeah, yeah. the way that I wanted to. The only route for me in that dealership was finance. I was Wait, you were back in the company at the time is what you were doing, right? right. Yeah. That's and, what you were doing. Yeah, but I was going, you know, I had a route for finance, but I just, it, it wasn't my thing. Um, so I started, you know, like I said, billing it out, out at $89 an hour and then got got a couple decks, started doing some Trek stuff. You better um, be so wait, well you get over to $89 you, Do you remember your first hour? customer? I do remember my first customer. Do you remember how much you sold them? What was the job? What was the job? Do you remember the, the job? job? What was the job? was staining a deck. Okay. And that was it. Okay. And I sold it for about three hundred and seventy-five or four hundred dollars. Oh, I was there. It was a little tiny job. It was a little tiny deck on a townhouse. So would you power wash Got, it yep, and everything? Power washed it, stained it, hit the hit the front um, concrete steps a little bit on the okay. power wash. Gave them a little extra, right, right, even right. For the same price. You know yeah, what I mean? trying to be a G. There you go. I'm gonna do this piece of concrete. They're gonna call <laughs> back next week, and it's gonna be yeah, exactly. the gung ho like gangster. Like I'm gonna start a business and yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I got you. So I did that. You know, four hundred dollars. I was off Craigslist. <laughs> Got the next one down the street, you know. I mean, you got to start somewhere, you know. I was, uh, I was actually doing that. It's funny because no one at this dealership was. So were you like twenty at the time? I was nineteen. Nineteen. I was nineteen when I got my general contracting license as well. Okay. So in this same time period, I'm hustling with the cars. Nobody's doing Craigslist or anything at this dealership, so I've got ads like everywhere that are coming to my personal cell phone number. Right. Like not the dealership at all. So I'm bringing all these just done deals to this guy, making pretty good money doing it, and then also doing the $89 an hour every chance I could get. You know, every chance I well, could get. Well, at that book. point, you were doing your marketing through the computer. So all you had to do is show up and sign the deal when the customer, when the client came in, right? You exactly. would do the deal over the phone. Right. They'd find out what they want to buy the car for. You'd say, okay, can I do it? No, or yes, and then get the paperwork ready. They'd yep. come in, buy the yep. car, see you later. Yep. So it was giving you that free time to build a business technically right but so, i was also missing out on the reason why i was tricky was because i was making half decent money but i wasn't making as much as i could because there's probably i don't know i mean three four cars a day that they were selling that if i was just sitting in the office i would have gotten sold that them, first yeah. one you know so that's something where that's why my i wasn't as passionate and i wasn't fully 100 percent in it and if i'm 99 percent in something it's it's the wrong thing for me oh yeah and that's kind of 
why I transitioned in. Got he my got me, dog. <laughs> he got me, bro. He got me. I was oh, like, man. yo, what is he doing over here? Brian over That's here Brian sniping, man. Taking, got me yeah, hardcore. Photos. Like, <laughs> yo, you got to give it to do the heads up, bro. Yeah. Oh, like, man, up in your grill. I was like, yo. It was uh, in my face. I love so it. So why home improvements? Why was that something you chose to um, go after? It was, you know, like I, what's the, like the mindset behind, like, oh, I'm gonna open a home improvement, you know, like our, our handyman division. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What was the backing? What was the thought process? So the that? thought process on that, um, I I kind of gotta explain the dot and why it connects. Um, when I was growing up, my my dad ran a company that he founded, and he had a contract with the federal government with HUD for 23 different states, doing restorations, cleanouts of foreclosures on their books and maintaining those properties the whole time they were on their books, doing all the preservation stuff. So from a very young age, he had subs all over the country that he was organizing, obviously doing the sales on the front end of that, but organizing that labor was a big part of that um, you know, thing he had going on. So I was about 15, 14, 15 at the time, couldn't drive a car, nothing like that, but was in these neighborhoods with these foreclosures, literally like sometimes riding a bike from house to house or jumping in a truck with, you know, some of these, some of these guys that were working on site for them and just really understanding how to organize the labor, how to talk to different people, how to be a chameleon, how to, you know, just communicate on the things that needed to be done, change orders, billing, I mean, you know, net 30 invoicing, net 60, net 90, factoring invoices at 9% because this is federal government stuff that went net 30, net 60, net 90 kind of deals. So really just understanding the full picture, the project management side. And what I found myself loving the most was actually organizing that labor and having that camaraderie type of a feeling with some of these guys that were twice my age at that point. So that's kind of the the seed that was planted. We let that go away. You know, I get into the marketing world, see how I can bring people through the internet for this guy selling cars and say, Hey, if I'm able to monetize this in a way that I could do this myself, bring these people in, maybe there's something that I could do with organizing the labor. So started with me, you know, a couple buddies of mine that just were able to work with our hands Right, you, know, you formed together when you got a chance, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And so that's kind of, and I kind of had that background and didn't really understand the things that my dad had put me through at a very young age growing up as a teenager, and then was able to kind of really use a lot of that to start, you know, putting systems like Builder Trend and things like that into place and understanding what all that stuff means. And, you know, that's kind of what pushed me towards the home improvement. Really just the fact that I could go on Craigslist and get that, get those deals, right? And talk to those people right away. And I knew that I could do the work with my hands and find the leads, which made, which meant that I could control my own destiny. And at that point in my life, 19 years old, do I go back to college? You know, I've got several colleges asking me to come play soccer at different places, things like that. Controlling my own destiny and knowing that I had, I was able to just sell the next deal and make my paycheck. Well, we joined you at that was point. Huge. We joined yeah. you. But I wanted it to be, and that yeah. was the part that I was looking for. And it's at the, the car dealership, I didn't feel that way. On. Oh, the buzzer's going. You went to ball. You know Always. what I mean? I feel you. I understand. You. That's why I'm pretty sure all of us are in the position we're in is because that's what you need. Like you have to have that, or it's more or less like the extreme extreme ownership part of the thing. Like if if you know it's all on you, you lose. Mm-hmm. It was your fault. You read that book, by the way. No. Extreme Ownership by Jocko. Great mm-hmm. book. 
Navy SEAL, saying, Navy like, SEAL, great it, book. It's kind of obvious what it probably means. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying in general, like, if you own everything, even if it technically isn't your fault, but since it happened in your circle, it mm-hmm. is yours technically, right? If you just eat that, I don't know, I feel like you'll do a whole lot better in life because you learn from them things because you took it as like, yo, well, can't let that happen again. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't know. That's my point. That's my opinion. I agree with that 100%. So what's your day like? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so all that happened. You got your thing set up, and then it started running. What was first year sales, second year sales? Uh, First year was 284,000. Okay. Second year was just over 500. What was it? You're in in third year now? Yeah. And what are you at? We'll do a million this year. Okay. Doubling, doubling. I appreciate it, man. (laughs) Doubling every year. I feel like that's the fastest that we can push, you know, and like I said in the beginning, I'm I'm not interested in growing just to grow. You can't. It's stupid. You I outgrow agree. yourself and then you and then you shoot yourself in the foot. You know what I mean? You lose. And that's why um, I'm hanging around guys like you so to make like, sure I don't make those mistakes. The, 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 the smart business person is ready for the sale increase mm-hmm. and then is ready to get production revved up. Um, I've done plenty of times where I've had more sales and not enough production more production and not enough sales and to get them to be in line is the key so you don't want to not sell because you can't produce it because that's bad business and you don't you know what i mean and the opposite is true so like that fine line between making sure you can get as much out of your market as possible and produce it at the right way Mm -hmm. Um, if you can do both of those that's where you really start winning Mm -hmm. but if you limit one or the other which Mm -hmm. a lot of people do um you know, the goal of the business owner is that is to make sure that you don't limit that right. and that you're ready for the next move so that you're not limiting the business um, and everyone's trained and ready to do it the way that you envision it. Absolutely. So that's kind of where I've, I've, I've had trouble with prior mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we have a ton of sales, but mm-hmm. production isn't revved up. Right. We have a lot of revved up production, but we don't have a lot of sales. Mm-hmm. Right. And so to get that fine line between seasonalities and all that stuff that you have. Right. Right. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, that, how do you, what do you look at when you look at something like that? So it's it's very interesting. We obviously started with the handyman service um, because of the the fact that it was just small jobs. Literally, the only reason I started as a handyman was because I could get licensed right away and go pay the county twenty five dollars and just start working of jobs under a thousand dollars. Got my general contracting license so that I could obviously do bigger projects and realize that what I really enjoyed was just building these lifelong relationships with these customers. So that being said, you know, that would allow me to have kind of that hourly handyman job to get in the door. And then hopefully, you know, at some point that turned into a kitchen, bathroom, deck, things like that. You were playing the long game. Yeah. Developing the relationship. Hopefully something big comes down the road and they'll think of their buddy Zach that took care of them when they had all that crappy work to do. And you did it. <laughs> right. Because everybody didn't show up or they yeah. gave him some crazy estimate saying, like, jump in the lake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Zach came and was like, oh, we'll do it for this price. I'll be here Friday and cool. Right. And then it was done and you left. Right. But then hopefully when they need to redo their kitchen, Zach gets the phone call and right. then you win. But, like, you'll sell more than you can produce or you'll produce more than you're selling. Like, how do you, like, look at that? Do you have, like, a some type of form you say okay i have x amount in backlog i have this many man hours of work mm-hmm. that i need and i have five guys that are doing it they mm-hmm. should 
hit that by you know three two to three weeks i mean how are you telling people where you're two to three weeks out you're one week out like how do you do all that sweating bro (laughs) yeah it is it is hot it is very hot like bro it is but keep forgetting we're like live on a podcast (laughs) it's It's so hot he's gonna fail guys come on i'm gonna put those ice down my pants oh that's so good yo you need to relax sorry Sorry. there's children listening to the podcast asshole the You know, the production stuff is is tricky with the handyman side of things because it's it's all about logistics. It's all about how quick I can get there to service that client. Um, You know, so that stuff, I don't I don't ever have a point where I'm more than a month away from anything, no matter what. That's at the absolute most. Well, you're going to lose that client because that's about a quick turnaround. They're usually trying to get out of a house or they, you know, something went wrong and they're like, yo, can you fix these three doors? You know what I mean? My exactly. huge-ass dog ran through them all. Right. Like, I, I have a party going on this weekend. You can't be like, well, three months later, we'll get out there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so that's been something <laughs> that's been really tricky. Um, you know, but allowing, you know, the the contracts, I would say, kind of around $10,000, kind of allow me to plan for cash flow, understand the schedule, things like that, and kind of understand what that production needs to be. And then, you know, these little things that pop up uh, at this point, you know, thank God I'm, I'm just extremely selective on what we take on the, on the smaller stuff. It you is, fit it into where it makes sense exactly. until you get big enough to where you have a full service division. That's all it does is the random like door falling off the hinges, right. you know, go put up that shutter. Right. You'll, but you're still in a growing phase and you're trying to maximize your income. Yep. Right? So yep. you're trying to do the bigger jobs and yep. also still do some of the small jobs so you don't lose the handyman. And then when you build that next crew is when your handyman's fully running. So it's funding the expansion. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and that's the that's the gist in terms of, you know, the, the way that the production and the sales work. Um, it does turn over pretty quick, but I'm also able to, at this point, you know, I've got clients that – want to do stuff in the off season and, and kind of we're probably about seven to eight months booked out on, on the larger projects. So that's always something that really helps to understand the, the, the cash flow and the things like that. And I, again, I'm very selective on that stuff. This is all, you know, very warm referrals. So I, what I, what I feel like I, I, I'm terrible at a lot of different things, but what I feel like I'm, I'm probably the best at is managing expectations with these clients and just being very upfront and honest with them and saying, Hey, look, it might be six months. If I can squeeze you in before, you know, great, but you need to understand and appreciate that this is where it is. And I'm sure you guys have that. Most people, that's, if, yeah. if they're the right client, they're going to understand. And if not, that's okay too. Cause maybe they're in a rush. Maybe they have a party coming up and they can't wait to six months. You know what right. I mean? But for the client that really wants you to do it, like if you establish your point in the market to where everybody knows you for who you are, typically, if they really want you to do the job, they're going to wait because mm-hmm. it's more, it's personable, man. Like people aren't realizing it, but like the business personability is the next level. Mm-hmm. Like the sooner you can personalize your business to where people can associate with it and it's not just some corporation because we're in the stage of everybody hates corporate world. Yeah. Because they screwed up our whole society, right? So, or everybody at least thinks that. Good thing, my generation for that. <laughs> yeah, somehow, right? <laughs> Everything gets blamed on you guys, but whatever. <laughs> and anyway, so like, you know what I mean? Like if, if I lost where I was going, take that over. <laughs> Got lost. Crazy. Took a wrong uh, so, what's turn. the day in the life? Oh, Wake up, man. two in the morning. 
About drink coffee. Between four and four <laughs> thirty. Drink more coffee. What's the deal? Pretty no, much. No, I don't care. I don't care about that. I want to hear about like something. Something just happened recently with you. Like, would you start something recently? Yeah. What'd you start? Podcast. What's it, what's it about? Uh, it's called Build It Better Podcast, and uh, it's it's designed to kind of help the young professionals enter in the workforce. Just like ca- young professionals, as in. Like me or, you know, anybody that wants to start a business. like younger generations? Or yeah, you trying to, 25 and lower. So you're trying to reach out to, what are they called? Gen Z. Okay, I don't know. I mean, millennial, so okay. I'm on the line of a millennial. And so am I, I'm on the opposite. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go. So then it, They forgot the name was. After me, it goes to Gen Z, and those are... Those are the kids that uh, I think can actually make a difference. I'm not to say that. I think you can too, and so can I. I mean, anybody here at the table can. Like, it's all about your approach. But I believe, right. like, for the longevity of the industry, That's it's probably going to be the most likely, like, your generation and younger, because. Mm-hmm. You guys are the next guys coming in that can like. There's a couple dudes on Instagram right now. I'm like, yo, these dudes, what, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just out there doing it, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, some dudes like 21, 20 years old, like just hopped out of high school, starting their business, and yep. they're like going and doing. And it's cool to watch. You know what I mean? Of course. And I think they definitely need something to attached to and feel like there's a place for them too because that's what i was saying like that's why i wanted to come talk to you in the first place like you're obviously doing something right you're from a whole different generation than any of us sitting here right and you have a different side of the story like what you might have went through to get to where you are and also hopefully associate with some people that might listen to this podcast Mm -hmm. and maybe they think we only talk to people that are only like you know whatever i don't know Mm -hmm. like this is i'm i don't care who we talk to as long as they have something that's relevant to help people. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's all it is. And that's what I think you, you bring to the table with what you're going through right now with the business. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I should have like relevant a double podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about the double podcast. I think that's, like, weird. What do you mean? I think it's just weird. Like, you do a podcast. Yeah, that's just weird, And then bro. we do the same one. That's just weird. Next to it. That's just weird, though. Man, it's Dude, weird. he's had some it's... awesome ideas today, though. Yeah, he has, but that was a weird one. <laughs> he's so bound anyway, to run out of the good one. Yo, so no, now no, the no, next no. one will be money. <laughs> he's so wait for the coffee, next one. He's ready to go. Yeah, Ice coffee, go. just for Brad. Let's go. Cold brew, cold brew. Cold brew. Guys, cold I got brew. something for Zach, so. Uh-oh. I like Zach because he's very diverse, man. So he's well invested in his business, but he's also well invested into the community as well, which is kind of like he's got no problem going into a a random meetup of like, they could be like pottery makers and he'll get something out of it. No, that's what's up though. Yeah, that's tight. So appreciate that, man. Like what, what are some of the things you're working on within the community? I know you've done a lot in the last month or so. Like, where's, where's that heading? Um, who are some of the people that you're working with and where would you want to go with it? So some of the things in terms of the community, you know, obviously the podcast has the goal of just lifting the industry up as a whole. I think that everybody's in the same place with that and being able to, to just make a difference. But what's, what's your stick on that? Like, what's your main game plan? Like, what are you going to do inside that podcast to do that? Like so, you're doing you're doing like live live broadcasts, right? On a on on a video on Instagram, yep. Live, yep. And then, do you repost that to like, yep? What do you tip send it to like so, SoundCloud or something? Yeah. So the website will be up tonight, and then we've got uh, about 24 hours till we're going to be in iTunes and all those different things. Right, right, right. For so program. yeah, the way it works is it's a, a five um, chapter series. Okay. So I go through the beginning of the, his life, kind of what got him to. And college. this is one guest, correct? This is one guest. We have five. At, 
chapters for each guest. Five sit-down sessions. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're they're done the same day, but they're between 10 and 20 minutes long. Right, so they're separated. Bang, exactly. Bang, bang. Okay. So, cool. And those will be posted in each episode. So my thought process is, you know, hey, here's 10 minutes about the beginning of his life up until college. Here's 10 minutes about... You know, his foundation that he builds homes in the Dominican Republic with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, you know, all these different things, and it kind of breaks that out. That'll have a YouTube video, and then obviously the podcast will be on iTunes, like I said. So it, my thought process with that uh-huh. is I, I dropped out of college, right? right? And as I got into the industry, I started learning more and more and more. And, you know, I've gone to all kinds of different conferences, like the Rich Dad, Poor Dads, you know, real estate investing, flipping, just all kinds of different things inside of this machine. Like yeah, you used that the other day. Yeah, I don't, he knows I don't do the whole go sit down and listen to somebody talk. Yeah, thing. yeah but, but just, I read all those books. Yeah, he so does. I'm, right. on, I'm on your side. <laughs> there you yeah, go. There you go. Dude, I'm an idiot. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> no, like. just, just trying to grow, just trying to learn, just yeah, trying definitely. to figure out where that information is that mm-hmm. I can used to, you know, be valuable for the business and things like that. And I wasn't able to really find it until I, until I started looking to people that have already done it before. And, you know, so I started to go to these custom home builders, walk into their office, um, you know, and just start talking to them. And thank God I did that because I made a lot of mistakes with just doing that, like off the fly, said the wrong things, introduced myself the wrong way, told them I did the wrong scopes of work, you know, and, and they kind of, a lot of them started putting me in this category of like, Hey, I'm going to call in when I need some punch work, but like, or I, I just need a number, you know, I need somebody to write an estimate and it wasn't really going to go through stuff like that. So I was kind of getting that, like, Hey, you're a kid, like mm-hmm. let, let you do like my little like leg work kind of stuff for a little bit. And then I started getting some of these, you know, mentors that I was that I was connecting with through somebody else that I'd known and respected and they respected me. And that was, that was the magic of it. Was that inside the industry? That was, so the first one that I found, my buddy Jordan actually was interning with Jordan, the guy we met today. Yeah. Okay. So Jordan was interning with a real estate agent and he watched Tim, Tim Winter from Paradigm, he watched him go through his sales process after he watched two other builders go through his sales process. And the real estate agent he was interning with, their clients were purchasing the home. He closed them right there at the table. Jordan comes out of that meeting and says, hey, I just watched this guy do this thing. You really need to talk to him. He, he definitely like is going to gel with you. And now two years later, I'm in his Bible study every Tuesday night at his house, you know, and gone to the Dominican with him and built houses and just have a great, great relationship with him because of that. So mm-hmm. what happened was that that happened and I started cultivating that relationship with him and then understood that, hey, I could do this with more people. And it's kind of funny because that was two years ago and I had the idea of doing this podcast two years ago, but something that was very important to me. (laughs) He had an idea to do a podcast a year ago. So you you guys are like almost in the same area. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's, way advanced. MFers thinking about this podcast at 21. (laughs) Yeah. I got to say I'm impressed. And hopefully there's other people like there definitely is. That's the whole thing. That's what's so cool about this because if you're doing it, then there's multiple people that are in the same demographic doing the same thing. We just don't know know about them, but that's cool. That's awesome to me. But here's the thing that I respect about you guys. Right. And this was the biggest thing to me is what's your mission? What's your purpose? What's your why? What's your motives behind why you're doing it? Right. Right. And I want to better the industry. I'm not doing it 
for a business. I have my business. It makes my money. It pays my bills. And two years ago, I would have had to start this podcast with the mindset of I need to monetize. I need to do all these different things. And I didn't want that to be the case. I wanted to be able to start it as a hobby because I felt like I was going to pour that passion into it in a different way that actually will elevate the industry. So. I was, you know, the, the, one of the hardest things for me in business is patience and I had to swallow a big patience pill and it sucked. But, you know, now I'm in a place where I feel like I can simply document those relationships that I'm cultivating and building. No, I, I totally agree with it. That's, that's the way to go. I tell Brian all the time, like he's in front of so many people all the time, like definitely start documenting some of these guys he's brushing shoulders with are like serious dudes, like mm-hmm. doing some cool shit, you know, hundred yeah. percent. And that's what I, I, that's what you're basically doing. I mean, I like how you say patience pill because <laughs> I sure I don't have any. I don't got none either. But you have to have <laughs> I, it. But you have to. You, you eat it, it's and it's yeah. bad. And it, people it, think it's, it's like one of the hardest things. Oh, to do. it must be so easy for you. And it's like, no, it's not. It's annoying. But <laughs> yeah. you know what you got to do. Because so then see, you do yeah, that. You see this over here, and right. you're like, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. But I need to get there now. Right. <laughs> and you can't because you know you can't. Yeah. You just, you had to finish one, two, three to get the four, and you're seeing four, and you're like, oh, dude, it's right there. It's so close. Let me just skip As, this little step. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> let me just jump like Super Mario Brothers in the house. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. And it I don't that's, work. That's the hardest thing, like, even for me with what I'm trying to do. And you I'm stretch, just, dude. I, I'm like, dude. I say this right there. I talk to these guys. I'm like, how do I get there? But you know, I think it's just having consistency in what you do each day. Just building, 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 and something's gonna pop up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta show up every day. I be- I'm a firm believer in that. Like you, you know, like you show up every day, and, and you do the right thing. It'll work out, man. It's not gonna say that there's not gonna be hard times. It's not gonna be a pain in the balls, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's life, right? But at the end of the day. If you show up every day and you do what you're supposed to do or what you feel you're supposed to do and you're not an idiot, and then it's going to all work out. It might take a little bit, you know? It is what it is, though. Like, you got I don't know. I feel like you got to stay in that mindset where, like, you don't get upset about your current condition because sometimes there's just nothing you can do about it. Yeah, You just got to get through it. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's funny you guys say the patience thing because it's been such a big part of my career up until this point. You know, I was that 19, 20, 21 year old kid that was. Yeah, he turned the AC on. I feel it. Bro. I know. It I'm feels hype awesome. right now. It oh feels my goodness. awesome. Oh, dude, I was like dying. All right, keep going. Zach. It feels awesome. But, you know, like it, I was that 19, 20 year old kid that, you know, was in a place where I was working out. I went and bought an $1,800 truck off the side of the road in, in a spot of town that wasn't necessarily the best and wasn't where I was really from. And just started hustling. And a lot of people were looking at me. You know, people are coming back from college still. Freshman year, sophomore year, junior year in college. I'm going to these parties. And I've spent this whole day, right, at 19 years old. This is like three, four years ago where I'm right, Snapchatting right. about contracting. They don't want to see that. You know, I'm, I'm well, walking Well, some around. people did. They just didn't know, like, you know what I mean? And that's what I told him. Like, he didn't do stories for the longest. And then I, every time I saw him, I would tell him, yo, right. Start doing stories, and then he'd do one like every like six months. Yeah, and then finally he was like, "All right, I'm gonna start doing them," and he started doing them. And it's, I mean, I I legitimately look forward to Ryan's stories because yeah. most of the time they're hilarious. <laughs> Pretty funny. Most people know that. Like if you follow him, you know that some of his stuff you just laugh because it's out of the blue, and you know. <laughs> But you're, but you're in construction, roofer. you know. Roofer. So, roofer. Hashtag Damn roofer. <laughs> I love it. These guys are crazy. Yeah, they're awesome. I uh, love them guys. One thing that I've been, I was looking here with what we're, we're just talking about 
patience and whatnot. Uh, I remember I was watching, uh, what's it, one of the announcers for the NCAA is when there's a huge upset. Uh, I think it was UMBC mm-hmm. upset Virginia. Yep. And what's his name, Dickie V? Mm-hmm. All right. He Dick Vitale. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So he had an awesome quote. I was just listening, like hearing that story. And I was like, dude, this is motivating. You know, it was in Baltimore. So people were hyped around this area. Um, and he said, you know, success, it's, it's when preparation meets opportunity. Love it. Man. And that's huge. If Show you think up. about it. I mean, dude, keep doing consistently and things happen and then opportunity comes. And you can execute on that. If you're not ready, you can't. You man. can't do it. You know what I mean? If you man, ain't ready, you lose. I actually have that written on the window. Oh, I, th- I think a, a business takes you to a certain point, like you build it right, and then it it drives itself in that direction. You don't know that it's actually going in a, a direction you had no idea. No, you know, and, and, and then right. so like I do a couple things at one time. Like I'll I'll create an app and I'll 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 run a service department like i'll build a service department within the business and i'll do you know whatever and i'll be doing these things and as they grab my attention i put more of my time towards it mm-hmm. and that means that it's a atten- my attention is is worth taking the time out to say okay i'm going to build that in that direction but did i think that one particular thing that i decide to build out that grabbing my keeps grabbing my attention would be the one that i would uh, actually have picked usually not so it's it, it ends up taking the company takes you in a direction because of market demand or, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and or what you know what demographic you're next to or how it all flows over to that side. You just don't know. Most of the time, for me, it's like oh, I'll go over here and do this because it's asking me to. Right. So you just never know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And I think outside of that, and what's important, I, I truly believe this business is this industry is built off of relationships and people. So you never know. I mean, you talk about how you love talking to people and having a passion. And it's like you always got to make sure, you know, you, you, you're kind to everyone and you just never, you know, like burn that bridge because you have, you never know. I mean, I'm talking to guys right now that I haven't talked to in three years and we're just connecting on a whole nother level with all this building and all this construction. So it's like, dude, I talked to you three years ago. Like you don't even want to talk to me three years ago. You know, and you bump into him, you're like, oh, my gosh, because now he has a need. And it's like, dude, it's so crazy how that works. But that's my two cents. No, it's cool. I mean, I always say everything always happens for a reason. You know, like even if you don't see it and then eventually it comes out somehow. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting there and you're like, oh, Do you it all that? makes sense. I think you're more calculated. Everything then, happens for a reason. Absolutely, you do. Okay, absolutely. Right. I thought I, I, you come off more calculated. Like, oh, this just happened, so I'm going to go with it. I feel like you know, like I'm going with this regardless, and I'm not looking at that. Is that's not you? But if um, like- in a sense, yeah. But I always go to the word perspective, and I'm able to really change my perspective based on the situation. Put myself in different people's shoes that are involved in the entire situation as a whole. And then understand how a homeowner would feel, how my technician feels, how I feel, where the profit is, all these different things that matter. And then I'm able to change my perspective enough to make the right decision for what's best for the business. And that's that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It's always good if you can create the separation. Some people can't. It's tough. So <laughs> It's not easy. So I was looking at horror stories for um, handyman services, right? <laughs> and I've heard them. Where, oh, they came over and they fixed my plumbing and now my whole house is flooded and, yep. you know, like they didn't know what they were doing. How's, is that something that you 
pay attention to, or is it like not a big deal because you have plumbers on staff and they're licensed? I don't know how it works down here. Yeah, I mean, I've got the ability to bring a certified plumber, certified electrician in whenever I need them. So, you know, that's that's a phone call away, and they're really good at what they do. Yeah. And if they're not able to get there that day, I will be shocked. Yeah, so for, for my area, there's been a lot of handyman services that showed up and went under. Yeah. Because they just used the guys that they had, and they weren't, right. they weren't plumbers, or they weren't electricians. I and, can imagine. You know? Yep. So... Uh, but that's, that's, that's awesome. You got like legit guys that are mm-hmm. doing that stuff. Yep. And yeah. if, you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm not afraid to say no. And when I had to say, be in that place. Yeah, but, it's when, hard. but financially when I had to say yes, I was in referral circles that were close enough to my friends and family that I was able to explain and articulate and tell them how they needed to do things the right way. So that was never a question. And if that was a question, then we weren't the right fit for them, even at that point, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. I had, I had a couple of times where like, you know, I brought a, a plumbing company in that I said, Hey, look, this is the first time we've used this company. They're very reputable and let me just be here. And can you pay me, you know, whatever an hour just to be here with them? And it was a close enough relationship where I just made anything I could just to learn through that experience, see that guy come in, understand the process, made a little bit for my time, personally me, because I didn't have a business at that point to run. So then I could kind of learn through some of those things. And a lot of that sweat equity, I guess, you know, should be free maybe at at times. And it was free for me at times, but I, I feel like I was able to do a pretty good job of monetizing that sweat equity in the very beginning and kind of making that money along the way. And it's never was, free. No, but there was a lot of times where I was able to make a little bit while gaining that experience that I felt like I was paying for because I wasn't charging them what I could have, right? But I was still making something to kind of make ends meet. And I think that looking back now, those funds were actually probably a couple times what kept the business continuing to grow and you know, above water. Definitely making money along the way. It's tricky, but if you're able to do it, it's, it's uh really, I was just able to manage expectations, tell people where I was able to provide the value, did things like, Hey, let's go to the tile shop and you're going to pay me $50 an hour and I'll walk with you and hold your hand and be nice to you and bring you Starbucks. And you know what I mean? And so some of those things inside the industry that might not necessarily have been, you know, hammering a nail, I was able to kind of bring revenue into the business that way. And I think that that is a very big thing that people don't necessarily look at because it also allows you to understand as a general contractor, the big picture and the whole machine, like you said, Mm -hmm. so that you then understand, you know, where your subs fit in, where your tradesmen, all these different people kind of fit into that. Who do you um, fall back on for business advice? My dad. Every time. I probably talk to my dad Depends on the day, man. Sometimes 20 times a day. Do you have anybody above him? No. I don't feel like I need to. Um, Above him, that's a a tough clarify that a little bit. Like anybody you Like people you don't – Like Like what I'm saying is in – Like there's different levels of like – I guess you would say like – like a mentor you would look at. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like everybody, whether you want to believe it or not, has accomplished something different in their life. Yep. It's like he's accomplished something, you've accomplished something already, you know, and I'm, I'm wondering if there's another person for any idea that might go over what you would consider your dad's ceiling because mm-hmm. there's still a ceiling 
that he might not know about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there somebody past that, or is it just you're pretty much riding that, and then when it gets there, you'll have something in place type thing? What's going on with that? It becomes very focused. So if it if it's something where I go above my dad in that in that regard, it it needs to be something where, for example, like you know, one of the customers we've worked on is the CEO of Gold's Gym, right? Okay, he yeah. founded that, and. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to learn about franchises, I can go to him about franchises. Okay. 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 So that would be kind of going over my dad because it's specific. Right. It's it's that's what but I meant. That's a lawyer what I was asking. An accountant. Yeah. So there's yeah, other right. guys. Exactly. Okay. So okay. I've got a couple, yes. you know, okay. accountants, lawyers, stuff like that that are mentors for specific things. Um, but I mean, you know, my dad, my dad was the. Uh, the president of a, the second federally chartered bank in the country, and oh, I'm not saying he's not relevant. I'm saying there's yeah, different. No. Like you, are, you already have it in place. That's why I was asking because I assumed you would because you're kind of together everywhere else. I didn't <laughs> I think you'd it. be falling apart, but that's why I was asking to like kind of sort of help people understand what's really going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. That's I, my opinion. I think uh, you know I've got different mentors actually like in the industry. And all different sides. Like I've got one guy that does a lot of commercial work. Um, I've got a guy that I can call that's out in California, San Diego area, just built a $25 million house. Another guy here that I meet with about once every two weeks to have lunch builds between two and 10 million, something like that here. A lot of Redskins, stuff like that kind of, kind of homes. And then, you know, all the way down to, you know, an NVR, Ryan Holmes, uh, townhouses, just a lot of them. I don't, you know, love that world. But I, I also want to understand some of the processes and the systems that some of these big builders use and see the flaws in them and understand how I can make my company operate in a way that you I feel take like. take the best out of everything and throw it into one. I understand. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad idea. I, I don't think anybody at the table would tell you that's the wrong thing to do. Um, do you have a mentor? What's the count? No. Do you have a mentor? Ryan? I have ones, you know, that I won't ever talk to. Like, you know, all the, the guys on, you know, YouTube, mm-hmm. you don't have to have a conversation with them. Yeah. They yeah. just spread the word. Yep. And I think that's huge Absolutely. to be able to do that, regardless if you ever talk to the dude or not. Yep. Yep. Guys or like girl. Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. I look up to it quite a bit. You know, I've I've gone through YouTube, taken a ton of free value. Um, very, I listen to maybe like three songs a day. I'm in the car a lot. It's always podcasts. How can I grow? How can I get oh, better? I can't do that. What I what yeah, I, I do the same thing. That's like cool. it's a it's an audio book or it's a it's a video. I'm, I'm like I know you guys her. are on that loud. Like I said, you know we don't we don't get down. Like, yeah. Well, I don't like you guys do. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't. I'm jamming out the music right now in my ear while we're recording this podcast. <laughs> I never. Yeah, and I, I look at that and I'll be like, guys, it's a waste of my time to listen to music when I can be learning something. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just me. I see it. Well, similar. I'm learning something. I know you are. Yeah. The music's just the background. That's what key. Like you need, you need the fuel from like learning. I need the fuel from this to make me learn things. Like it gives me. It's like a soundtrack right. to what I. You know what I mean? Like the move. Like your moves. You'd be, like if you listen to a certain type of music. Like go ahead and and listen to opera for three weeks and see how like mentally stable you are after that two weeks. Yeah. Listening to that every day, right? Will I be unstable if I listen to opera music? Yeah. You really? Yes. You become unstable. You will. <laughs> the thing I love you the most too. about this guy is his self-awareness. I mean, it's <laughs> awesome. He knows, <laughs> no, he knows what he needs. No, I'm serious. No, right here, Thank guys. Nick, legit, if you did that I'll for you, drinking cold do it for a week. <laughs> You'll be doing more than drinking cold brews. You'll be like, dude, I need a beer so bad. My ears are ringing. Like, I'm going to smack somebody. I don't know what's happening. My eyes started twitching yesterday. 
That's what'll happen if you listen to opera. For so a music week. helps you concentrate. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Basically, I suck sorta. at reading. I could never read in school growing up, so I got to a place where I understood that what I was putting in my brain is what was going to come out and started feeding as much audio, video as I could and absorbing as much as I possibly could. I'm a let's throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks kind of a guy. So if it's constantly always going, even though I might only be listening to it like actively maybe 60 or 70 percent of the time. It's something where, you know, it's it, it's what I'm around. I'm becoming a product of that environment. And Gary Vaynerchuk and guys like that aren't in bad places. So, uh, yeah, well, sounds so, like a 23 year old so, version of Ryan. Well, my, I <laughs> just <laughs> throw shit at the wall. And if it sticks, yo, it's money, dog. I'm running. It's going like I, I, I have to say, like, if in my 20s that was available, I'd be all about it. Yeah, I think right. all of us would have been. You know what I mean? But it right. wasn't there We're for there me. Right now, you know, right. you're just capitalizing because, I mean, we. We still had a mindset back when I'm, we were twenty too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> YouTube is a huge influence on um, if you if you're interested in that stuff, you can find so much right about these guys who are putting this content out, mindsets, ways to do business, whatever that wasn't there when I was in my twenties. Yeah, no, and and so like it's a whole different shoot. If you're interested in it, like you can get involved with that, understand it, not have to have a mentor like those guys that you would have never get contact with and their mindsets and yeah. their ideas. Mm-hmm. And it just is going to change your whole, if they're interested in it and they're that, that kind of person that is right. competitive and whatever and wants it, um, your, your generation is just going to kill it because of that. Because it's win. there. Win, because you have to, you, what all you guys got with all of us is, is straight time up now. time, bro. Like, I almost got 10 years on you. I have 20. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he's right there with me. Like, so, I mean, it's not a competition, like I say all the time. You just do you. Whatever that becomes. Like, yo, dude, you could be doing, you know, nothing but handyman the rest of your life, right? And you might love that because you understand the breakdown inside the company. Like, you, like him. He likes building these little machines. And then it runs. And then he goes, okay, that one's cool. Let me move to this one. Now I'm going right. to build this little guy yep. that does this. And then, um, yeah, it's good. And then he moves to the next. That's what he does. I, I believe. I always tell him, I'm like, dude, you're going to have like seven companies that all sort of feed back to the same thing because he like he creates <laughs> his business like, I don't know, like his business format is like a feeding format. So as the business grows, it basically feeds back to itself. And I think – What's going to happen is there's going to be a hole somewhere else that he's going to be like, well, I got to start this business over here for that. And then, oh, well, then I got right. – and that's how I think the, he has the handyman to do that. business in my area would be massive and mm-hmm. it would feed to it would feed back the other businesses. Yeah, it's all, it'd always huge. feeds it back. It would be the starting point. So thing. I love what you guys are – what you're doing in your business. It's awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's interesting what you say about this generation because – First things first, it's a great market right now. It's a great time to be doing what I'm doing. And I want to give the credit for the amount that we've been able to grow as a business to the market because a lot of kids my age don't understand one thing, and that is a recession. And I was 14 or 15 years old running around the country when the residential housing market was just crumbling, Mm -hmm. watching all of it happen. And so my appreciation for what that means and how that works is very different. And I understand that if I have money, when that starts to happen, we will be able to capitalize on that. There's there's more millionaires made during a recession than during an economy like this. And anybody can get the work right now. 
I've heard you guys talk about it before. You know, it's something that people really need to hear from my angle, from my perspective, I think, because it, it is the case. It is definitely that way. It's not a bunch of just guys that have been in the industry saying it there. It is easy to get jobs right now. So, you know, if, if there's people out there that are looking to get into the industry and do it the right way, I mean, now's definitely the time if they're interested in doing it the right way. You just um, got to figure out what you want to do, how you want to do it and make sure you can execute it. Cause the whole thing is like, you know, you're doing what you're doing and you're trying to build and it's great. And you're, and you're trying to not, you know, I don't know, grow too fast. You know what I mean? Which is smart. I believe in my opinion, that's smart. Thank you. As soon as you do that, it's going to be bad. You know what I mean? Cause then you get the bad name in the market. People are complaining cause they got to wait Always seven months. Reputation. Yeah. You don't want to lose that at whatever cost. Yeah. So the more you build that, the more workflow will come in. So as long as you keep the back end moving, cause you're a production style business, just like his, like it's like shit out the door brings money in. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I don't know. I think you're doing it right, and that's why I honestly wanted to talk to you. What's count? Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, how much we have left? No, what's the count? Period. period. Uh, hour. All right, so we got like a half hour? Yeah. All right. Yep. Left over, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. 32 minutes, sir. We won't get that far. I can feel it's wrapping soon. It's cool, sir. though. Sir. You have, your, you have your tie Suck. off, sir? <laughs> where's tie your, off, where's your tie off? Where's your tie, where's your tie off, off, sir? <laughs> I don't know what's going That's on. That's our super white voice. Super, <laughs> super white old super man voice. Super old white guy voice. <laughs> I legit have watched that movie probably ten or that video ten times. We should just do a whole movie. What video? Hours. <laughs> what video? There's no recollection of that video. Into that my John. Ass. But yeah, <laughs> that's a, a bunch of lies. Right. We both know your wife took that video. Yeah, okay. She <laughs> <laughs> so had my phone and was taking videos. I know, dude. That's cool. Whatever. So anyway. you have a labor shortage. Is labor hard to get? What's the deal with that here? Yeah, is it's it? tough. Yeah, it I tough. mean, um, it's. I've gotten all my guys through referrals. So we just do a good job. We do it the right way. People that have actually buddy of mine that was sophomore in high school when I was a senior, I was a captain of the soccer team and his brother works for us now. You know, guys like that that are kind of I do the the um, hub and spoke like the wheel. They're in my wheel. They yeah. might not be in my hub, but they're in, in my wheelhouse. They, kind they of have the mindset that you have exactly. hard work, <clears throat> get the job done right, do it, the you know, do it right. The first, you know, like the whole whatever your company's vision is. Exactly. They're they're on the same level. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that we look for first and foremost. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the labor, even, even so four years in June, even being in the industry that short of a time, it's gotten worse over the year after year after year in this area. Trades are terrible. They're, they're probably the worst in this area. Um, in turn, you know, carpenters and, and things like that are a little bit easier to find kind of your normal day-to-day technicians for handymans and stuff are a little bit easier to find than a good plumber, a good electrician. Those are very, very tedious. And, um, you know, it's actually something where a chandelier is real pretty, but a laser kind of cuts through everything. So I want to stay very laser focused, but at the same time, it is enticing to look into those trades because I've got custom builders that come to me all the time. And if I get licensed in that, you know, it's something where I could just plug right into their system. These are really nice houses, 25 to 70 grand plumbing packages that are just pretty straightforward to knock out. And the reason why they, they keep the reason why they keep banging on me is because, you know, they want to be be able to have me a phone call away and talk to me about the project because the, the guy that's managing the expectations for him just isn't getting it done. 
and you know he's he's uh it's it's the business side of things a lot more around here from what i've seen than necessarily the labor but there is a shortage of labor as well however i feel like if you have the right businesses then that kind of gets fixed so it's it's starting at the top of that and making sure that the businesses are right and a lot of these custom builders with these smaller companies just have to do all of the legwork from a financial aspect, you know, and all of that different paperwork to to kind of overcompensate for the fact that they just don't know how to run a business. So more than anything, that's what we run into. And, you know, that's that's something that is it, it is a problem. Yeah, we have a we have a labor shortage um, for good technicians in my area for what I do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it'll, it'll be that way for a while when the market's hot, mm-hmm. people want to spend money. Um, and, uh, everyone can get work right now. So the guys that were technicians now started their own businesses who can sell to anyone cause the market's hot right. and do a job. But when a market dies, which it will at some point, um, they'll all be out of business mm-hmm. and they'll be, you can't, you know, I'm not going to hire them because everyone's slowed down. So I, I think it, it will, it, it always happens that way. Um, but right now labor shortage is tough. So like, I like what you said, recruiting, mm-hmm. uh, I like that the best, like going to somebody who is similar mindset, different trade maybe. Right. And saying, Hey, <clears throat> you know, what do you think about coming over and working here? And, um, initially we typically get people who are like, nah, I can't change my whole life. Like that's mm-hmm. going to be a whole different flip for me. Right. Um, I don't know if I'm ready cause it's something that they weren't expecting to have a conversation about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the same thing that you come up against when you're kind of <laughs> recruiting people like that. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where pulling them from other companies is they've got to want to be here. It's it's been the same way since sports, right? It goes goes back to that. They gotta want to be here, gotta yeah. want to play for us. You know, that's a big thing for me. Um, something else is, I've done a ton of you know giving back. I never want to forget where I came from. I go back to my high school quite a bit. I've done some stuff in you know like an auto shop class where I brought in Trex boards and different things like that to kind of show them, let them work with their hands. A lot of it, a lot of it's like a little bit later, right before summer. So the shop teachers that I'm cool with are able to you know kind of give them some time to do those things, and maybe yeah. a kid or two stays after class and is getting his GED and going to community college, you know whatever, and kind of starts that way with mm-hmm. that mindset somebody that can work with their hands and that's kind of all they know um so that's that's something that i do and i also you know i'm doing i'm mentoring two students that are doing a deca marketing project so they're doing a fundraiser for fairfax children's hospital and they've actually raised like twenty seven hundred dollars already for their for their project they won state a state competition with that campaign that we kind of organized with them and then they're actually going to nationals to present um, so, you know, stuff like there, they have like a, like a robotic baby that has, you know, trachea, IVs, all these different things that they're actually able to give to the hospital as the donation. And they take that through, you know, 15 to 20 kids rooms a day at the hospital, at the children's hospital, showing their, them, their parents, their brother and sisters, you know, different things that, that are going to happen to their body, how they work, all those different things. And it's a very realistic $1,500 per doll. 
Um, so we that's got a cool. golf we got a golf tournament in May that we're planning for them. That's you know a minimum of eighty people at the golf tournament, and that is just for the Deca Hope, just for that campaign as a fundraiser. It's actually about ten minutes down the street here. So. I give back in those kind of ways. Um, you know, had a faculty basketball game that had a connection with the Washington Wizards. A guy from the Washington Wizards, Otto Porter, was actually the ref at a faculty basketball game that was part of that fundraiser, raising funds, stuff like that. Made them T-shirts. So I'm very involved with the community. It's a huge thing to me. You know, to be able to serve the community is very, very important to me because it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything for me if I'm not able to do that along the way. So that's something that I go back to. And, you know, I know we're talking about labor and all these different things, but I go to that place because the extra time that I could be on ZipRecruiter or Indeed or all these different places or getting temp work and all these different things, right? I, I pour that extra time back into my community and where I came from, what allowed me to be in this position. And I feel like that is the long play. So everything I'm doing back, now yeah. is, is, in the, is, is for the long run and just building those lifelong relationships and, and being able to really just help people along the way, no matter how it is. You know, I don't have to win from it, but I want them to be able to grow as people. Well, you'll win. I mean, it's just that's just life. When when you put in enough good things in in one place, you'll win. Like, I mean, you're 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 conducting yourself like a good human being. So that's the important part. You know me. what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that's just. I'm just gonna say, I feel like a loser. <laughs> you do? No. At, at my 23 years of age, I feel like a loser compared to you. <laughs> oh just, man, don't say that. Dude. I just gotta say, I appreciate that's impressive. It, just, I think I said it like a hundred times. Nah, like times? three. Just three? Yeah, right. it's nothing. We're getting right. tattoos cool. of Zach. I come, yeah, I'm yeah, going to get a can. tattoo. I'm fucking. <laughs> I come from a great family, man. And I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not anything without the background and the people that have poured into me throughout my life. You know, I, both sides, my mom and my dad's side, you know, my great-grandfather was an entrepreneur in the L.A. area and had, you know, Air Canada shipping him jet engines that he – you know, custom filed and was doing things inside of the actual engine, worked on those things in the 1940s and 50s. They were shipping them from Canada to L.A. because he was the only guy that could do what they needed to do for it. So, nice. you know, had his had, you know, all the different brokers license, stuff like that, got into real estate. So entrepreneurs are, are definitely in my in my blood. And I just I feel like I have you know, something, whether, whether they be gifts from God or, you know, DNA or anything like that, you know, I just feel like I have things that I, I can give back to the world and I, I deserve to, uh, you know, be able to really have that legacy because I didn't do anything to get into this position. And I just want to make sure that the people that are watching me from up above and my family are, are able to look down and say, wow, you know, that kid had some of the pieces, but he was able to actually put in the work ethic that got him to somewhere. So the only thing I really know how to do is just work really hard. I'm up between four and four thirty every morning. I work between 16 and 18 hours a day. Uh, doesn't feel like work because I love what I do. And, you know, this podcast is just another thing where it's almost like me trying to recreate like a college degree for the construction business at my age, you know, and, and kind of get some of that knowledge along the way is really what the, what that thought process was. And that sounds a bit selfish, but I feel like if, if I kind of have that selfishness of trying to extract as much value as possible from these people. But you're also sharing it. So it's not, (laughs) I mean, that's not, in my opinion, it's not selfish at that point. It might've, 
it might have sparked. I think it's selfish if you don't share it. Right, that's what I mean. Like yeah. you, you it right, sparked, that's why I want to share it. Yeah, yeah. It sparked your, you know, it sparked your interest that you wanted to learn some stuff on a personal level because that's how everything starts. You know what I mean? It's what you personally feel like you need. Like Brian knows he likes videoing, right? So he's trying to learn a bunch of stuff about that. That's just normal. And it's the same thing like that. Like you, you want to learn some stuff. Yeah, so. you want to scratch the itch. There you go. I don't know. Don't Makes know. sense to me. I don't know. That was a bad one-liner, but it's all it's good. All good. <laughs> I ain't worried about I it. I scratch my itch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ryan, you oh, scratch your itch? Man. Ryan's a PG-13. <laughs> PG-13. This podcast is rated E <laughs> for everyone. It is, I think. That doesn't want to listen. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, when I post this, I put there's explicit language in there. Oh, is that good. what it means? Yeah. It's explicit. Yeah. So we I can say any- stuff like, fuck. No, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I didn't hear any F bombs. I was gonna say. There it is. Until this Shit. point, there it is. Oh. Ruined it. I was gonna say. I Bullshit. thought there wasn't any bad bad. I thought there was only bad goods. But no, I'm pretty sure I dropped an F bomb. That earlier. one's a bad bad. I think I did. I'm pretty sure know. there's like nine cameras going on. We right only now. got there's one. There's like three. We only got one. I want to show my grandma this, so I'll just cut it after the hour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cut it after uh, eleven or uh, oh. you know like. Uh, he knows, he knows. The hour, we were good. But I'm pretty sure I dropped an F bomb somewhere in there anyway, so yeah. just make sure. Good. Well, just I'm ready for another cold brew. Same. What's Love. a cold brew? I don't know. Something that they brew. They brew coldly. You sure they brew I it? Put a, I don't know. They probably don't. I just put sugar in it. Don't call it a brew for a real reason. This place cleared out. Yeah, it's it been did. cleared out for a while, cuz. Hey, this has been a cool experience, though. Not gonna lie. It's been chilling. Yeah. No, cool. Chilling. Cool. Same shit. Cool. Same I'm shit. glad. I'm What's glad that word was... we were using earlier? Who was? I don't know. What was that word you were using? <laughs> I was? Yeah, what'd you say? Started with like a schwa. Oh, a schwa. Schwa, schwa. 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 I wasn't using words. You guys were saying words, and I, I said, think he... it's probably not a good idea to say that word. No, Zach, Zach came up with that word yeah, earlier. What? Schwang. I don't know. What is that, that the word? They have, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know, man. Is that English? <laughs> Schwing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it. All right. Oh, it's so good. Schwing. Schwing. Anyway, um, so what's your biggest lead generator? We're going to do a fire question round. So oh. you guys think of a question right. that's coming after this one. Okay, and cool. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Sweet. So what's your biggest lead generator? Referrals. From? From past clients or referral partners like custom home builders that what's your secondary secondary is well i guess is referral like are those two different are you taking those as two different like past customers and then referral partners I'm talking about do you use an app or any other type of um marketing software not, not unless i'm experimenting okay so I don't typically you're running word of mouth only yeah that's it okay yep that's what i wanted to know yep why the company name Where'd it come from? How'd you do it? Uh, so my name's Zach Hopkins, obviously. Started with a boat named Hoppy Hour that my dad and I had growing up. And that turned into Hoppy. Hoppy's actually the frog. That's the frog's name. And that turned into Hoppy to you because the phone number is 848 Hoppy to you. So I have, um, I actually got that from GoDaddy. So at the top of GoDaddy's website, if you click on the top, it just says service or sales. So I thought like, hey, what about if I had you know, hoppy to you and eventually hoppy for you as the phone numbers, you know, potentially to have those two different phone numbers. Thought it was cool, catchy, ran it past a bunch of mentors and different people. And, you know, I just, just kind of went that way. Um, was having a hard time with hoppy's handyman services. 
It was long, yeah. tough website. You know, had to tell everybody my email. No, I think it's money. Times, yeah. I think the switch up's money because it's like your it. own little thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate it. Like anybody else, I've, I haven't heard it. I don't know. It's I my appreciate opinion. it. Yo, so Hoppy's just a frog, basically. Top five that are influential alive. people you're gonna go, you're gonna meet in your lifetime. Ooh. This is the craziest question. I think we're ever. all here. <laughs> One, two, three, two more, I guess. I love it. You got me. <laughs> two the more. Barista. The barista. The barista. Make Yo, they've been awesome. Fine ass coffee. coffee. They've been backing over, yeah. like laughing and stuff. They, they haven't yelled point. at us once. No, they're Kurt chilling. said F word, and then Ryan said the schwa word. Schwa. 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 What's your oh, list, good. Zach? Spit it out. So. It's actually funny you asked me that. So about a month ago, a month and a half ago, I got to meet Gary Vaynerchuk. That was top on my list for sure. Um, huh. In terms of business or just just a meeting, I don't really get like super, you know, like, oh, I want to go meet a person. As far as just like learning something that you would never probably possibly learn if you're sitting with us. Um, Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett. What am I doing? Five. Yeah, it sounds like enough. Yeah, yeah I good. think I think those are my three. No matter what, I would just want to get and sit down in a conversation with them and understand where their heads are at. I think that they make money in a in a way that I don't know if I would ever be okay with making money that much. <laughs> be quite honest with you just because i think it's a it's an uphill battle of a lot of different things inside a business that would be maybe a little bit hard for me to stomach but um you know i think the innovation side of elon musk is is probably at the top of the list to be able to sit down with him i've got a bunch of buddies that have been able to spend some time with him dude's an alien he pretty much (laughs) pretty much pretty much Uh, how about uh music Music. Top person you would want to meet. Right now, probably Logic. I would I'm have with to you. go with Logic. What about you, Kurt? What? Person you'd like to meet as far as music goes. Dead or alive. Dead or alive? That's right. Ooh, that's tough. Mm. Mm. Well, let's go with dead. Dead? That's even worse, bro. The alive one alive, was easier. Right, alive. Okay, alive. Um that's even worse. It was like that was way worse. <laughs> like, the dead part you was go back to like the eighteen hundreds. All the good it's like, dude, young, you're messing me up. The dead was like bad idea. Um, let's see, alive. Does it have to be one person? It's or definitely can it be Johnny. Like a group? It's definitely Johnny Cash. Shut your face. <laughs> the other day, I was in the car with him, and he's like, I was talking about Johnny Cash and how he hates him, oh, and uh, I was, he's like, yeah. He's still alive, right? I'm like, no, that dude died. Here's a question. What are you listening to now? What's in my ear right now? Yeah. Beanie Siegel. Mm. It's a Philadelphia rapper. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. (laughs) Um, I know who you want to meet that's alive. I want to meet a bunch of people eventually. But in local Philly area. Um, I don't know. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Nah, Will Smith probably, right? Yes. Yes. Will Smith probably, yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith would be cool meet, and then probably like. He's mad real, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I guess that'd probably be like one that would be semi relevant. Yo, 
How many albums do you have currently? Albums? Of yourself. Yeah. Of I know you made some rap <laughs> no, CDs in the, no, back no. in the day. Nah, no, don't got none. No 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 albums cause Nah. Sorry. Well, Sorry to disappoint. Man. You're a boring person. I'm a very boring anyway. person. <laughs> um so thanks for being on a John. Oh, by the way, we still have not received any information from any of you guys that are listening to this, John. So, look, right? Is anybody... Kurt looks at me. He's like, oh, well, I guess it's over. And then I'm like, all right, it's over. And then you say, well, let me just say one more thing before it's over. Let's go two hours. <laughs> Yo, anyway, we out? I mean, say what you're going to say. We're out, right? No, you got another 13 minutes. Hoppy over and out? That's a John. That's the John. It's a John. It's up to y'all, man. Hoppy over and out? Yeah. Do you got anything else to say, Ryan? I got nothing. All right. Well, guys. Well, yo. Yo. We're, we're doing a live. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> You'll never know about this until we already did the live. Yeah, let's tell everybody. Yeah, happy to you. <laughs> <laughs>